Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are focusing on growing together. It's exciting to know that we can grow in our relationship with Jesus and friendships with one another. Daily, as we abide in Jesus and invite His Word to abide in us, spiritual growth takes place in and through our lives. So what does growing together look like for you in your life and ministry setting? Grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I'm so thankful that you are with us today. I'm so thankful for this series as we talk about spiritual growth and growing together in and through Jesus Christ. Oh, the potential that is housed in a surrendered life, a life that says, Lord, I want to live to you. I want to live for you. I want to live through you. And I have a special guest on today, Hannah Mooney. Uh, you may recognize her as Hannah Love. Hannah, so excited to have you today. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So wait. you, we have to jump right in. We have so many things in common. Uh, you are from Arkansas. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Tell us where you're from. Franklin, Arkansas. Um, tiny, tiny town. Uh, I actually tell this fun fact about Franklin. It was the only town in the entire United States that the bank remained open on Black Friday. <laughs> Great question. It was so small, they didn't get the message until the next day. That is so funny. Fun fact about Arkansas, we had one bank open. That is great. And I think you also have or had one stoplight. I mean, it was just a no stoplight. No, no stoplight. Stop okay. Less than 200 people. So Shane that... and I debate sometimes. He's like, well, I have 400. That's a small town. And I'm like, we don't even have 200, buddy. So that's right. 200 wins every time. Speaking of Shay, you're married to Shay Mooney of Dan and Shay. That is so exciting. What is life like in the spotlight? Um, you know, I like to call it the sidelight. Um, and I often say I chose him. I didn't choose what he does, um, but God made him for it. And so um, I found myself here in Nashville and it is, it's, it's always exciting. There's never a dull moment. Um, we have three little boys, a newest addition who is nine weeks old. Um, so yeah, we've got a lot going on. You do have a lot going on. I am a boy mom as well. So I know about juggling all the roles and the responsibilities uh, and then just trying to keep everybody clean and headed in the same direction. Right. Like herding cats, really. It really is. And I'm a, I, my, my kids are older now. And so I can look back at those early years and just be so thankful for them, you know, all the memories that were created. But there are those days when you're just kind of kind of surviving, just trying to get through the day. And so I know that that makes your life so relatable to our listeners. Tell us a little bit about what your life is like in Nashville. Um, you know, what kind of, is it just kind of a, a, what you would call an ordinary life? Do you kind of just bounce back and forth between um, everyday things and then things that you never thought you would do? Well, you know, I've shared um, about this even on my own podcast. I had Shay come on one time and we did an episode so people knew kind of our story and where I was coming from, um, especially in the unexpected. Um, I did grow up in a tiny town in Arkansas. Shay is from Arkansas as well, um, but he's been in Nashville for 12 years now. And um, I'll skip our love story, but when I moved here, it was a little bit of a culture shock. We, um, he was on the road over 250 shows that first year. 
we had a new baby in a new house. I had moved away from family and friends. Um, I'd quit my job. And so I just found myself in a city where I knew nobody. I had no help. I really didn't feel like I had any resources um, and my husband who was gone. And so really, we didn't even get a chance to, to like, have a first few years of marriage where we're learning each other and navigating that. We just, we really kind of got um, dumped into the fire, if you will. Yes. And, uh, and that's really kind of where my story began in, um, in my really deep spiritual growth, I would say, because I had nothing left. I was in a deep postpartum depression um, after the baby and I had a C-section um, and so recovery was rough and that loneliness was rough, um, and trying to figure out what to do with a newborn. So it was a, definitely a season. I feel like it took a year or two for me to feel like I climbed out of that. And I couldn't have done that without, um, clinging to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And I know that so many of us can relate to that, to those seasons of loneliness, even depression, just not knowing what's next. And we're going to talk about spiritual growth in a couple of minutes. Let's begin by going back and talking about how you met the Lord, maybe a little bit about uh, your growing up years. Take us back to the early years of Hannah. Well, um, I grew up on a farm. Um, I'm most comfortable barefoot, hanging out in the fields with the cattle. Um, in fact, when I won the title of Miss Arkansas, everyone knew me as the girl with the cows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tomboy at heart. I played all the sports. I've never been into pink or bows. And um, I just, I would describe it as an idyllic childhood. I just, we, the only rule was come in when the light, you know, when the street light comes on. Um, when the sun goes down. And so um, that was my childhood. And then I went to college and got talked into my first pageant. Um, again, I'm a tomboy. So this was kind of a juxtaposition for me. Um, but I thought, you know, this could help with scholarship money. And, um, and I also had my own little herd of cattle. Actually, I'll backtrack a little. When I was 10 or 12, I took out a loan from the Department of Agriculture for youth. They had a special program going. And uh, my brother and I each took out a loan and I bought six cow-calf pairs. And I paid that off with very little interest um, in two years. And that was, I mean, I had scholarships, but I also used that money to help put myself through school. Yeah. So when I tell you a farm girl, I mean, I really love farm life and all that it entails. That's great. Um, and let's mention that you were the 2013 Miss Arkansas and fun connection. I believe you went to UCA, University of Central Arkansas in Conway. I did. So I did. That is where I live. And I also am a graduate of UCA. So go Bears. <laughs> that's right. Well, um, I loved UCA. And again, that's where I, I, I kind of jumped into the pageant world, if you will. Um, I really just thought I could win some scholarship money. Uh, and I ended up being more surprised than anyone there winning the title of Miss Arkansas USA in 2013. So uh, that kind of launched me into, um, I, I guess, a more public eye. Uh, that is where Shay ended up seeing me um, and reaching out to me. And, and again, I'll skip our whole story. It's a long one but it's a good one and um yeah 
And and at what point did you, you know, meet the Lord and were you you became a Christian and how did church play into all of that? So I come from a home that loves Jesus. I'm so thankful. Um, Shay and I are both from wonderful families that are still married, which I feel like is, you know, kind of a rarity these days. We both grew up um, Sunday, Sunday church, Sunday night church, Wednesday church. Um, and I went to Cedar, Cedar Glade church camp and was saved at nine years old. Um, and I, I had precious Bible school teachers. I mean, we really never missed. My mom was a kindergarten teacher. My dad drove an 18 wheeler. Um, so I, I just, I, I think people look sometimes at my life and they're like, well, she doesn't understand life and, and people are people we put our pants on one leg at a time um I had the same beginnings as so many across this country and um it was it was an awesome childhood I, again going back I, I went to Cedar Glade church camp and got saved at nine years old and I was baptized a few years later I was a little intimidated about getting baptized um and I remember a lot of years in middle school, they were kind of harder years and mom always redirected me to the Bible and what the Bible said and what Jesus says. Um, girls weren't always the nicest and, um, I would come home in tears. And I remember one day my mom saying, um, you know, Jesus says to turn the other cheek. Mm. And I remember writing in my notebooks, just like verses just just doodling and writing verses and clinging to that and in my young mind I couldn't really understand like why I was to turn the other cheek when you know when the world is mean and people can be mean um, but I'm just really thankful that she always pointed me towards that truth and that I had that foundation because I know without it um, in the years ahead I I wouldn't have turned to to God for um for comfort and for what I needed. And what a great word for a mom who may be listening right now, whose child is going through that. Just stay the course of faith, stay the course of trust. Um, remember our hope is in Jesus. And as we live that out in our lives as moms and wives and all the different roles and responsibilities, our children are watching. And so uh, you're definitely a testimony of that. So that is so, so wonderful. And I've, I've done some research on you. I've, I've read and listened to different things. I know that your walk with Jesus is so important. It's foundational in your life. We want to talk this season on our podcast about spiritual growth and different rhythms of spiritual growth. And so what are some things that you do maybe daily or weekly or regularly that really help you to foster that personal relationship with Jesus? Sure. Well, um, like I said, our first few years of marriage were, were kind of rough. Um, and I really, really clung to the Lord because I, I didn't feel like I had anyone else um, during that time. And I, and I had a lot of questions and I think that's okay, especially um, young moms and, and people that are, that are struggling, it's okay to have questions for God. <laughs> you know, uh, that's an important takeaway. And I, I just wondered why God had plopped me into this city and, um, why I didn't have anyone and just why, um, and, and truly I didn't feel worthy of being in the sidelight of someone who had such, um, a platform. And I just, I tried to, I was trying to make sense of it. I thought we're really blessed 
but I don't understand why I'm here. I would have been content back home with a tiny house and a little white picket fence. I'd, I've never dreamed beyond that. And, um, and my sister-in-law told me wisely one day, maybe you're there to be a light in the dark. Um, and so I spent a few years wrapping my head around that because I thought, well, I, I don't even have friend groups here. So I don't know how I can be a light in the dark, but I did have a baby. I did have a child and that's where it really, really began because, um, you know, there's a favorite quote that I have, and I don't know who it's by, but it's, you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. And so you can teach your babies, you know, anything you want to teach them, but unless you are living out what you want them to become, um, I mean, everything else is a little bit moot, right? I mean, that's right. So, um, that's really where it started. I knew that I had a little boy who was watching me and, and really for about three years, Shay was on the road most of the time. And so it was just me and Asher. Um, and I just felt called to pour into his life, but also to, as I was climbing out of that depression, start speaking to other women who, um, felt like they were in that position. Um, and so that's where it began. Um, as the years rolled on, um, I, I went, I wanted to go deeper um, with the Lord again. Um, and Shay and I have been very honest about this on, um, on my podcast. We had a few hard years there where I, I kind of had to come to the point where I was like, I, I can only worry about me mm-hmm. and my relationship with Christ. And, um, and I love my husband, but God loves my husband too. And he's going to have to deal with him and his heart. And I can focus on me and, and my heart. Yes. Right. Uh, We can't change people Yes. Yes. and we can't make those choices and those decisions for them to change or for for them to want to change. Um, not saying that he needed to, but that was his walk. Um, that was his road to walk and I needed to focus on me. And so, um, and so I did that and, um, and I really began seeing God move. I I prayed over my husband, the power of prayer is it's undeniable. Um, I could tell you so many stories about things that I've prayed boldly Mm -hmm. and God answered, and I might not have even remembered that I prayed them until God answers. And he's like, you remember years ago when you prayed that, and it's just, I mean, it never fails to amaze me and um, put me in awe of how good he is to love us. That's so good. And one thing that I hear you saying, Hannah, is really a mindset of surrender and trust, just really trusting the Lord, not only for your walk, but for the walk of that person next to you. And that is so hard for us, I think. And um, at least for me, sometimes I want to get in there and I want to fix, or I want to point out, or, you know, I want to try to help other people along. And there's this place of surrender that is so beautiful because it says, Lord, I trust you. I trust you to be God. I trust you to, 
to shepherd this person's heart. And I want to, I want to ask that you would shepherd my heart. And as you do, then I can live out of the overflow of that and they can see the difference. And so that's something that I think we've got to highlight in this series on spiritual growth is just surrender, surrendering ourselves to the Lord and also surrendering the people that we love to him. And so that is so, so wonderful. And I'm so glad you brought that out because that's something we've not talked about this season. Uh, you out of this just rhythms of prayer and being in the word and um, just I think from what I understand of your story, just being open to a fresh move of God in your life, this idea of a podcast came out and it's called The Unexpected with Hannah Love. So tell us, I want to talk about the, the meaning of that podcast, The Unexpected, what that represents, and then just tell us a little bit about what listeners can gain from, you know, listening to your podcast. Okay. Um, I'll backtrack a little, um, as I was kind of, I, I can kind of clock from the last two to three years, I really called out to God and asked, um, for him to move. And I, I said, God, give me eyes to see ears to hear and a heart to recognize you. I'm here. And I just say, yes, whatever you want me to do. I'm saying, yes, I'm available to you. Um, and as soon as I said that, I mean, within days, I remember driving down the road and having this thought um, come into my head. And it, it couldn't have been for me. It was definitely whispered by the Holy Spirit. And it was to reach out to one of my friends and ask them about doing a podcast. And she didn't have a podcast, but I felt like I was supposed to reach out to her and ask her about this podcast. Well, she texted me later in the day and she said, I can't believe you sent that. I just came out of a meeting about starting a podcast. Wow. And so that was a prompting of the Holy Spirit. And so slowly I just kept getting these prompts and, and it would be like, pray for a certain person for their children, pray for nothing super specific, but specific enough for me to reach out and really be uncomfortable. Um, because God kind of works that way, right? Doing, asking us to step out in obedience so he can be the one that moves, right? He's the one responsible for it. So that was my friends, but I remember Holy Spirit prompting me to reach out to someone that I knew as an acquaintance. So that's a little more uncomfortable. Um, and then it went to, I think someone that I knew on Instagram. Okay. So not even really an acquaintance, but we followed each other. And again, God was just so faithful because every time, no matter what it was that I was praying for, or that I, you know, felt God ask me to say, um, they would say, wow, I can't believe that you said that right now. This is what this is what I'm going through. So God started growing my um, confidence in him, yes. confidence to hear and see him. And that muscle building kind of led me into where I heard him say the word unexpected. And I, my rhythm is that I walk. I walk every day. It's my mental sanity, um, sunshine, fresh air. And I always listen to worship music or podcasts or sermons, um, something to fill me up. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? right. So um, that is my rhythm. And I will walk and I will pray and I will worship. And I just had this unshakable feeling that God was asking me to start this podcast and it was called Unexpected. And I thought that probably already exists, God. 
And so I looked it up, typed it in, and it didn't. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I, I thought, well, this really isn't for me. I'm more of an introverted person. My husband is the one that is on stage and has the spotlight. And this feels far from my comfort zone. And again, isn't that what God does? <laughs> so three, I think a few months go by and I'm talking to a dear friend and, and I just get affirmation after affirmation of unexpected, just popping up in sermons, in songs, billboards, in the Bible. I mean, the word unexpected, it was just like it was highlighted everywhere I went. And I thought, okay, God, fine, fine. But I don't know anything about technology. We're lucky I'm even on this Zoom call today because <laughs> it's so bad with technology. Um, and I was talking to a dear friend and she said, oh, well, you know, you should talk to Annie. And I said, who is Annie? And she said, you know, Annie F. Downs from That Sounds Fun Network. Well, I know of Annie, but I don't know Annie. Um, and so I, you know, was dragging my feet with God. And one day I just felt so strongly that that was the day that I had to reach out. I didn't even have her information. So I fished around until I found it, um, reached out to her and I got an automated reply. She was on vacation. Well, that same day she messages me back personally, not the auto reply. And she said, I'm on vacation. I'm not even supposed to be reading emails. Um, but she was like, I couldn't not open your email. I had prayed about what to title my subject line and Holy Spirit, just Holy Spirit breadcrumbs. She said, mm -hmm. I could not open it. It was like catnip to me. <laughs> and so again, it, it kind of blew me away. She, she wanted me to come in immediately and have a conversation. And I thought I was going to come in and just speak with her. Well, I came into the office and it was the whole team. Wow. And I didn't realize that I would be kind of pitching a podcast. Um, I just told them what was on my heart. I said, this is what God is asking me to do. It's, it's a timeless message. It is all over the Bible and it is all over anyone's story that you meet on the street. Mm -hmm. um, every single person is going to have a story about how their life didn't go the way that they thought it was going to go uh, in some capacity. And if you really look, God can work all things to the good. Um, and, and that's just, like I said, it's timeless. It is historical, it's biblical, um, every story in the Bible, God uses the people who are the least expected. Yes. Um, Esther was an orphan and um, she became queen and she saved her people. And Moses had a stutter and um, he was, he was saved. He was pulled out of, of the water and rescued by the princess. And then you know, the whole story of events, he ran away and God calls him back and he fought that. Um, but he was the least expected to rescue the people and on and on and on everyone in the Bible, Gideon, you know, Gideon was like, I am from the least tribe. Um, and I, you know, I'm cowardly. And he, he prays for affirmation and God gives him affirmation. And so just, that is that is a story that I knew God was asking me to pull out of other people's lives. That's awesome. That's awesome. And as you 
talk to them and interview them. I know it it helps them to process their story, but then it also to helps others to connect with it, which is why I'm so, I'm so thankful for the body of Christ, that we're not alone in this. And that as we share our stories, as we know it, as we own it, as we share it, God moves in powerful ways. And that's just one way that we can be in partnership with God. And so um, tell, tell everyone how they can listen to the podcast and kind of the rhythms of your podcast. So um, it's more devotional style. Originally, I was going to interview everyone, um, you know, every week, but but they really loved my writing. Um, and in retrospect, God really prepared me because writing um, is something that I love and, and that I've always excelled at. And, um, and even the courses that I took in college now, I'm like, wow, God knew that this was going to happen. So uh, people may find it surprising to hear that I write my episodes. Um, I had a dear friend come in with me as I was recording one day and she couldn't believe that I was reading what I had written because my hope is that it sounds um, like a conversation. Yes. I want to write like I speak, um, but I also don't want to step a toe outside of what God is asking. And I don't want it to be outside of, um, of the Bible and, you know, correct theology. So I need to write it out. So everything is, you know, is above board. Yes. I love that. So those are devotional style and they're between five, 10, 15 minutes. Those are three times a month. And then once a month, I bring in a guest um, to interview and pull out their unexpected and just talk about um, how and where God worked in their life. That's great. And that we're going to link uh, everything in the show notes, uh, but just know you can find this on any podcast platform, The Unexpected with Hannah Love. Well, Hannah, you are coming back to Arkansas. We cannot yeah. wait to have you. April 29th, you're going to be back in your hometown uh, for a conference uh, called Missing Pieces. So tell us a little bit about that conference, what you're going to be teaching on, and just what it means to you to come back to Arkansas. Well, um, you know, I haven't shared this before, but years ago, years ago, um, when I was home visiting, I was getting a pedicure and I felt like God said to me, and I texted my friend that moment. And I said, I feel like I'm supposed to speak mm -hmm. I'm right. And I'm going to speak one day. I'm going to be a speaker and I'm going to have books. And, um, and that was just out of nowhere. That was before a podcast. That was, that was years ago. And so, um, Again, with the obedience, I told God this year, if he opened the doors, I would step through it. And um, naturally, he has opened the door um, and I received the invitation. I'm honored to come back and to speak to the women um, in the community that I grew up in. Um, I'm excited to talk about missing pieces um, because one of my favorite things to do is talk about how God works in the broken areas. That's what he does best. Uh, and I'm still working on uh, my message and I uh, am excited. I, I hope that those listening get a chance to either uh, come on by or I don't know if they'll be recording it, but um, I'll ask about that and see if there's a place that people could go and, and watch it back. I love that. And I'll, I'll follow up on that as well as we'll, we'll be happy to share the link if there is a video or audio recording. Um, I know they're excited, Hannah. We, we are hearing already about just the anticipation uh, for the day, expecting a sellout crowd and they're, they're making all the plans. And so 
I'm so excited for you to be back in Arkansas. And I know God's going to move in powerful ways. There's something about those full circle moments. Yeah. Uh, whenever we come back to a place where God started something and it just further um, develops those, those, those deep spiritual roots, but also it just encourages us to press on one thing. And I want to mention about your wedding, because I, I was doing a little bit of research on you and it was just so beautiful how you got married on your family farm with those big trees, you know, kind of framing the, um, the wedding and, and the pictures. And I just thought about those roots, the deep spiritual roots that come in our lives as we have those full circle moments to go back. So I'm praying for you. We're praying for you. Uh, that this would be so meaningful to you and to your ministry. And I know it will bless so many. Well, Hannah, we always end our podcast with the same question and we love to hear different perspectives, but we want to know um, what inspires you in life and faith and ministry. What just blesses and inspires you? My babies, um, you know, in a weird way, I feel like life didn't really start until I had um, our, our sweet boys and it, grounded me in a way that nothing else could have grounded me. Um, and it gave me a heavenly perspective because I love my children so much and God loves us even more. We are his children. Um, one thing I pray over them is God, these are your babies. Um, you gave them to us to steward over and you love them even more than we love them. And when you, when you phrase it like that, um, it really brings things into perspective um, and you really just want to do the best you can because your floor is, um, or your ceiling is their floor, right? Mm. Your ceiling is their foundation. That's where they start. So like you want to, you want to raise that floor. So they're starting at, um, at a point where they can be warriors for God. Um, and that's, that's the hope that we raise children and that this generation coming are warriors for Christ um, him and love him and pursue him. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Hannah, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are so thankful for you. We're cheering for you from Arkansas and cannot wait to see all the things that God has in store. Be sure and check out our show notes so you can connect with Hannah Love and the Unexpected Podcast. You can also find a link for the Missing Pieces um, conference that's coming up April 29th. And then uh, connect back here and we'll hopefully be able to share an audio or video, video recording of that. So friends, as you finish up your day or as you start your day, hope we just hope you know that, that God loves you, that he has a plan for your life and that you can trust him. And we can't wait to have you back on another episode of Inspire on the Go. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full free abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.